missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. When was the last time you bought a CD, Shaw? Bought a CD? Oh, yeah. boy. Um, a music CD. Yeah, no, I'm thinking it's probably a couple years now. Gene, probably been a minute. Uh, for a CD, bought a bunch of albums recently. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I uh, bought a CD. I mean, I bought some used CDs, but I don't remember the last time I bought a new CD, maybe other than like at a show. Uh, of a band that I, you know, if I was at a show seeing a band, I might have bought their CD or something like that. But uh, there's apparently uh, a new CD shot, and it's not even new. It came out in 2018, but people are just finding out about it now. Okay. It's now that's what I call dad rock. <laughs> You're familiar with these now? That's oh, yeah, what I call yeah, music yeah. CDs, right. compilations. Yep. Uh, it started out with like sort of a, these are the hits on the radio, and then now there's Christmas editions, there's dance editions there's country editions there's all these now that's what i call music mm-hmm. special editions and in 2018 they released something called <laughs> it's got almost 60 tracks on it too now that's what i call dad rock do you want to take a stab at what constitutes dad rock <laughs> i don't know well some of it is actually pretty obvious and and i could see okay cool if you were going to ask me hey list like- off some dad rock okay it would be something like queen right Right, yeah, dads Def get Leopard, down. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know the big hits, the big ones, the yes. arena rocks. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, that's and we're not talking the B sides or the deep cuts. We're talking the big stuff. The Queen, we will rock. Oh yeah, Urgh. if I'm working on the Trans Am and you're bringing yeah. out some, you know, lemonades or whatever, then I'm cranking some Queen, right, Shaw? I'm with you. All right, so far so good. Another one on there, as I mentioned, maybe the Stones. You get the big ones, right? Start, Start me yeah, up, yeah. Definitely has that dad rock feel, right? My dad would get down to something like that. No matter how old or how young your dad is, it's some kind of a khaki-wearing dad thing, like making a bad mm. joke, you know? But then it gets real bad. And I don't know where the hell they're going with this list, but all of a sudden, I see the Imagine Dragons on there. What? The Radioactive song. This is apparently dad rock. What I don't get is how this mixes in with Queen and Deep Purple and Blue Oyster Cult and some of the other, like, traditional dad rock anthems. But, like, Imagine Dragons, this guy Hozier, you know who this Hozier guy is? Him, yeah. Hos- how do you say it? Hozier. Is it Hozier or Hosier? He does the Take Me to Church song, mm-hmm. which is in all the commercials. Mm-hmm. Is this what dads are rocking out to? Not any dads I know. With their socks well, and sandals and their dads, new balance. I mean, think about the, somebody like Decker, who's becoming a dad. And I don't think Decker rocks out to this. I, well, I'm just saying, you can't, you know. I know, I'm just saying. But, you know, some of the other stuff that's on this list of now that's what I call dad rock is sketchy at best. And one of those things, even though Fish approves, is Avril. This is not dad rock. I'm sorry. I would never, ever. This might be minivan rock. You know, mom driving around in her minivan. But this isn't even her rocker. Like, Skater Boy was the one that right, rocked. Yeah, I was just going to say, how come it's not that He was a skater. You know, it had an upbeat kind of... Ten- but this is not a rocker at all. No. Avril Lavigne with Complicated Shaw. Are you rocking out to this? No. When you're Doesn't driving really around and you're crossover? <laughs> no? Not me. If I get in my car and my dad is jamming out to Avril, I'm going to have... We're going to divorce. Mm-hmm. We're going to have one of those legal parental child separation things. I will say, though, that they, they, they tied it together nicely at the end with a little bit of Motorhead, which, again, I don't get the... It doesn't make sense. There's no blending there. No, you know what I mean? No. 
It's like what they try to do with these Jack FMs, you know what I mean? These terrible stations where... You might, you never know what you might hear. Which, okay, cool. But at, in reality, nobody really wants that, you know? Dudes who are rocking out to Motorhead do not want to hear Avril Lavigne's Complicated at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But if you want to find out more about uh, Now That's What I Call Dad Rock, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. You can also buy it on Amazon for about 20 bucks, Shaw. I'm good. 60 tracks, including Hozier, <laughs> Take Me to Church, and Motorhead. Dude, you know how pissed off Lemmy would be right. if he found out he He's was on, on the a, same album? A compilation disc with Avril Lavigne and a Hozier. Somebody, he'd be like, who the hell is Hozier? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. February is here. Tomorrow, of course, Groundhog Day, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And what do you know about February, Shaw? Shortest month of the year. That That is true. That that one is true, but I don't know if that's in our questions. There's an R in there. February. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like when Wednesday, you know, you pronounce it phonetically and you sound like an idiot. Most of us just forego that first R and just say February. But uh, here we go with Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. What do you know about February? Let's find out. All right. Question number one. The Super Bowl. I think I can say that out loud, right, without getting sued. <laughs> the Super Bowl has always been played in February. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, no, no, that's bullcrap. Hasn't always. The first 35 of them, by the way, were played in January. The first February game was not until 2002. Mm-hmm. Oh, seems like it's... Season gets longer and longer. Why not, man? It's the NFL. They're billionaires, man. They're making all that money. You got that one right, Shaw. Factor bullcrap, February edition. February is mm-hmm. spelled F-E-B-U-A-R-Y. We know that. That is incorrect. Hoo-ah! It left out the first R uh, after the B. I don't know why they did that, but is there a reason? Do we know? Is it is there based on I think just to make it easier for us. February. <laughs> but, you know, you don't hear people pronounce it properly, even though the R is there. But uh, you're two for two, Shaw. You know a little bit about February. Let's see how much more you know. Factor Bullcrap February edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If you were born in February, yes. you're either an Aquarius or a Pisces. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, that so is that. fact, actually. Whoa, how do you know that one, nerd? Uh, my son was born in February. Yeah, so was mine. Aquarius runs January 20th to February 18th. Yep. Pisces 19th to the... 20th of March. I knew it was Aquarius. I couldn't remember three if it was three. Pisces, though. Age of Aquarius. <laughs> it's nice. 2021 is a leap year, so we will have 29 days this month. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? That is bullcrap. Whoa. Whoa, Shaw. Whoa. Because it was a leap year last four. year, wasn't it? Last wasn't... year yep. was a leap year, so the next one is 2024. Uh-huh. Now, Shaw, this is our last question. Fact or bullcrap? <sighs> Okay. You seem to know everything there is to know about or February. Else I've just gotten really lucky. Let's see if we can finish strong. Get this right. Hall of Fame numbers, thousand percent. Fact or bullcrap? Lent starts in February this year. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Uh, yeah, that starts in February. Yeah. Fact. Oh! Sometimes it starts in March, but Mardi Gras is February sixteenth yeah. this year. Fat Tuesday is the sixteenth. Right. Lent runs from the seventeenth to the third of April. Look, congratulations well, to you, Shaw. Thank you so much. I think I'll take the rest of the day off. Now. You should, but leave those damn cookies behind. <laughs> good. Those were good. 
Sean knows everything there is to know about February. You can bake it. You can boil it. You can saute it. Take February for a thousand, please. Yes. Look at you. you got, don't done. forget, form of a question, oh, Sean. Yes. That's what caught me. <laughs> stupid Brad Williams and his stupid Jeopardy. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Sean giving you the best they've got. No, really. And we're going to get six more weeks of winter, according to Punxsutawney Phil. Right, Sean? Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, whatever. Again, I don't have much faith in the rat. In Pennsylvania. But here are some Groundhog Day fun facts, Shaw. Okay. All right. Let's see what you know about Groundhog Day. Uh, fun fact about Groundhog Day. Thanks to the last four years, it's no longer the dumbest thing Americans believe in. <laughs> Ooh. It happens on the same day in February every year, and that means absolutely nothing. Oh, sorry. That's top Valentine's Day fun oh, fact. Uh, oh, sorry. Expensive cards. Different one. Yeah, different one. Do they do they have greeting cards for Groundhog <laughs> I'm Day? I'm sure they do. Sure they do. That'd be Groundhog Day. It's probably got glitter on it. Uh, top Groundhog Day fun facts here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Like everybody else in rural Pennsylvania, <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil is lured from his home with meth. That's <laughs> Come how on, get little buddy. Come Every on, year, little buddy. Every year, it's the same damn thing. They wrap Come on, on little buddy. Bring out the rat. Uh, in the it's in Punxsutawney because it's the only small town in Pennsylvania where they don't eat the groundhog. Nice. Did you know that, Sean? <laughs> Tastes like squirrel. Yeah. Uh, groundhog Day fun facts here on the Morning Sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. The most annoying and obnoxious groundhog is Punxsutawney Doctor Phil. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. Doctor. 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 Groundhogs are vegetarians. Did you know that? Mm-mm. And just like human vegetarians, they enjoy annoying their friends and neighbors by talking, talking about, about it. how they're <laughs> I get it. You eat vegetables and grass. Good for you. Groundhog Day fun facts here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 Rock. A couple more. Uh, as cute as Punxsutawney Phil is, the world's most adorable weather forecaster remains Al Roker. Of course. Except for when he poops his pants at the White House. Mm-hmm. A little poop came out. A little something extra couple more, Shaw, of the uh, Groundhog Day fun facts here on The Morning Sickness. The groundhog mm-hmm. may have a harder time seeing his shadow this year through his adorable little face shield. He's got the Andy <laughs> Reid. Went with the Andy Reid. Right. Get all fogged up. <laughs> Went with the Andy Reid. <laughs> and last but not least, Shaw, Groundhog Day fun facts here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost 30% of Americans prefer to open their gifts on Groundhog Day yeah. Eve. That's when you open your <laughs> gifts on Groundhog Day. There's presents involved in this? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Phil, I sell insurance. What a shot. Do you have life insurance? Because if you do, you could always use a little more. Am I right? Right, 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 right. So we're getting six more weeks of winter, according to Punxsutawney. What time does Jimmy do his thing? Do we know? Well, light, light out, so yeah, it's going to be a little bit later this morning. I'll see if I can figure it out. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Super Bowl Sunday. Is it just you and the fam, Dam, Lori? Anybody else? I don't think so. And no? I, I, yeah, I don't know what we'll do. Probably something in the air fryer because that's fun. Wings, curds, pizza, multiple things, probably lots of things. Yeah, my wife and I uh, having her parents over on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, my wife's favorite food is Mexican stuffed shells. So that's what my mother-in-law is mm. making. I'm gonna make my uh, bacon deviled eggs. I'm thinking more appetizer stuff as opposed to a That's meal. traditionally what we do is just a bunch of appetizer stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking... Uh, so you can kind of continue to eat through the whole thing. You yeah. start out with some food Grazing. and then you grab some more Grazing. and then you take some halftime food. and. Yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking trim cocktail. I'm thinking... 
some sort of dip, maybe a hot dip, like a buffalo mm-hmm. chicken something dip or something, or spinach artichoke. Yeah, 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 something along that. Maybe little weenies. But uh, according to Google Trends from last year's Super Bowl, now this is what people were googling and, and making last before year. the pandemic. Yep. <laughs> uh, they they took a look at the Google Trends from last year's Super Bowl to find out what the most it's popular the same stuff, isn't it? Super Bowl food was in every state, and uh, two foods were number one in six different states. These are the most states uh, for a certain food. Six different states for cake and seven layer dip. Now seven layer dip, I'm with you on. Right, seven layers can't go wrong. Chips, dips, the whole. Any dip is probably decent for me. A lot of dips on there. Buffalo chicken dip was the most popular food in five states, but cake, apparently, I will say that having some sort of sweet thing on the menu at a Super Bowl party is nice. Whether it's a scotcheroo, cookie, or cookies, cookies tend to be pretty easy. You know what I mean? They're handheld and 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 single serving. Cake is I don't know. It's just too much. I don't want cake when I go. Not a birthday party to Super Bowl. Uh, a few other foods most popular in five states: chili. There I can go. get behind that. Bowl I love chili. chili. Sour cream, some cheese, buffalo chicken dip. As I mentioned, was uh, most popular in five, love five that states too. as well. Awesome. And uh, spinach and artichoke dip. Again. Also good. Any yep. dip. Yep, dips. Some states, however, very strange with their Super Bowl food. Most popular uh, Super Bowl food, very unique down in Louisiana. No big surprise mm-hmm. to hear this. Okay, taco soup. Okay. Is it their chili? Is that what it is? I'm assuming it's something along those lines. Hawaii, very specific. Chicken Club Ranch roll-ups. They sound good. I'm not against them. And uh, Alaska. (laughs) What are we making up there? Are we making a meatloaf? Are we making a ham? Is it a half an elk? What are we having over there? Not just salmon cakes, but paleo salmon cakes. I don't even know what that means. Uh, uh, Less bread things. Less mayo? Think. Less breadcrumbs? I don't know. I can't remember. I can have keto and paleo. I can't. I, this, you, get, I, you get salmon, you get mayonnaise, and you get breadcrumbs, and maybe a little bit of seasoning in there, right? What is the paleo aspect of it all? I think that's there. You don't have that. By the way, here in Wisconsin, our uh, most popular Super Bowl food, according to this Google map, is pulled pork. Crock pot of pulled pork, little tangy barbecue Bar- sauce. You get different sauces. Everybody can jazz it up buns, the way they want. A little bit sure. of coleslaw on top. I'm all about that. Minnesota, it's white chicken chili. I don't know. We had that stupid chicken and mushroom soup last week on our list for Wisconsin. I'm not saying anything. And then in Iowa, according to Google, uh, the most popular Super Bowl food there, it's football cookies. Is there no wings on this at all? Wings in a couple of states. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a... I know Decker's all excited about wings, but I'm not a... I don't know. I don't really... Wings don't really capture my attention all that much. Paleo is the meat thing. That's the diet similar to, remember a number of years ago when it was eating things it's like, like eating lean like a meats, caveman, fish, right? fruit, yeah, fruits, vegetables, yeah. nuts, seeds. So it's just salmon. Hunting, hunting and gathering. So, so how do you make a salmon, a paleo salmon cake? So I think you want to avoid grains and stuff. So it probably doesn't have. A, it's just the, salmon. <laughs> just say I'm eating some salmon. Salmon cakes without the grains. All right, so salmon. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. By the way, Shaw, I'm not going to tell you what happened, uh-huh. but I dreamt about you last night. Uh, that's troubling. Please don't tell me, actually. I heard about it. Oh, you're telling others. Let's just others. say that he ended, you ended up in his arms. Let's just say that, okay? Uh, okay, that's all I need to know. And... 
how you got Jean, there. Gene can a... attest to this. I don't remember my dreams normally. Usually I wake up, I have some sort of fuzzy memory of a dream happening, and then it's gone by the time I start about my business because I have just too much going on in my brain. But today... You remember this one. This one stuck with me. Hmm. The dream I had about you last night, Shaw... That's going to give me Stuck with me and has stuck with me to this moment. I am excited to go home and fall back asleep oh, and see if I can pick up this stop dream. It. He was, dream I had about you that he was where there, I left off. Lair, he was there for you when you needed him, Shaw. Let's just say that. He was at the right right moment, right time. And okay, you, you ended up very uh, cuddled next to him is all I'm going to say. Is I, uh, all I need to tell you, Shaw, is that it was uh, a dream that I will forever remember. Because he, he really he really was a save the day. Let's oh, just good. Say that. I'm he glad. saved your day, Shaw. I'm glad in that dream. That's how it turned out. You ever have seizures? No. You ever pass out? No. All right. Should you I sure be worried about, about that? that now? <laughs> I'm just asking general questions. Okay. For you smelling burnt popcorn? Are you Shaw? No. Okay. Your knee ever buckle? Like give out? <laughs> you get weak in the knees, Shaw. I'm good. I'm going down. I'm standing upright. I'm going down. I'm here for you. That's all you need to know, Shaw. Even in dreamland. Brian's there to help prop you up. Thank you. Big guy. Big guy. I'll be your huckleberry. (laughs) All right, buddy. I don't need a huckleberry. He'll carry you to the top with the ring, Shaw. He's going to carry you. He's going to make sure. Of all the dreams I've ever had in my entire life, Shaw, very few of them do I ever remember. This one. And seeing you walking around today. (laughs) All upright and... Like a person should be. <laughs> really? Yeah. And color, what is that, lady? Like color to your chin, like the, a little rosy cheeks. What show? does the closet organizer lady say? It brings much joy to yes. my life. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of joy mm-hmm. in that. I'm just saying, Sean. Well, I'm glad you waited until 8.50 to tell me this morning as opposed to right away at 6 a.m. Didn't want to have to spend all my morning thinking about you and your dreams. Well, it's actually you. I'll let you, you know if you just... reappear in my nap this afternoon. Okay. I'll text Or you. don't. I'll text you when I wake up. It's okay. You going to be around, buddy? No, I'm not. Can I call you? It might be a phone call instead of a text. Come on, Shaw. Let me call you. You sleep soundly, buddy. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. I'm assuming we're all watching the game on Sunday. Absolutely. And then we're all going to be here at work on Monday, correct? Maybe. Are you taking another Keith Carr holiday? I, I've got a few days I've got to use by the end of the month, but I don't have any specific plans. Okay. What's well, happening Monday? As we know, this debate has been going on for a while now. Should America have off Monday? Should America, America. declare Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday? Yes. I, don't, I don't think it needs to go that far. I don't think we need a national holiday for a sport. I think maybe the NFL should say, hey, let's just do this on Saturday. Well, I agree. That would be great, too. Then we have all day Sunday. I can have a bloody. I have a little mm-hmm. bit of hangover cure there, maybe a, a greasy breakfast sandwich, and mm-hmm. then I'm ready to go on Monday. Right. Unfortunately, in our job, because we have to come in and talk about the game and, and you know, you know, relive it and talk about the commercials and all that crap, we really don't have that luxury to take the day off unless the Patriots win and you drink too much. <laughs> That's happened. That planned day off. That, oh, boy. I, I remember, remember that text. That, yeah, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> But uh, apparently, uh, uh, one in five people, so about 20% of people say they either took the day off after the Super Bowl last year or strongly considered it. 
I'm always strongly considering taking the day off. It doesn't need to be after the Super Dude, Bowl. it's as soon as my alarm goes off. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm strongly I'm considering. I'm strongly considering. <laughs> Rolling over. Uh, o- overall, almost half of people have taken off the day after the Super Bowl yeah. at some point. Uh, sure. Dude, if your team makes it in there, 2011, the Packers, I mean, we saw what happened. Right. You know what I mean? The kids over there, and nobody's getting up for work the next day. Come on now. Uh, should the Monday after the Super Bowl be a national holiday so we can all uh, be off of work? Uh, according to a new stir, uh, study, 40% of people say yes, Shaw. And right now, if you go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, we have an impromptu poll where you can answer that question. You get three options, yes, no, or move it to Saturday. I'd be fine with moving it to Saturday. I'm fine with that, too. I don't feel like Sunday needs to be a thing. Mm-mm. Or maybe make it a little earlier. Yeah, I agree Why does it too. have to start at 6? Right. Why can't it start at... Two. Because it takes about four and a half hours from start to finish. Right. Started at two. Let's get through this damn thing at about seven, eight o'clock at night. I mean, I, we're not even on the East Coast. Right. You know, if you're on the East Coast, you're up till 11, 12 o'clock mm-hmm. at night. I mean, come on, man. There is a company out there, some sort of seltzer company from Austin, Texas, that's trying to, they got a petition at change.org trying to force the government's hand. I don't <laughs> think the government cares yeah, enough. They don't care. And I don't think the NFL cares enough either. Rolls off the tongue, Super Bowl Sunday. It's been an institution now for umpteen years, but I would certainly appreciate it if they would move it to Saturday. That would make getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning a little bit easier uh, on Monday morning if I had a whole day uh-huh. to recover. Uh-huh. I get you. Whole day to recover. And what if you eat something bad at the Super It's not even just about getting drunk and being up too late. It's no. just what if you have rich foods? Well, what if you overeat? What if you do something? What if you, you know, overeat? Some, what do you mean, what if? Well, like, We're all going to overeat. Yeah, but then I got, I mean, think about the toilets in this place. You know, the next day, no, Sean. I mean, standing I in line? I'm not making a salad. That wasn't on my menu that I came no. up with. There was no, no. salad. No. But uh, there you go. Answer our poll question on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Should the Monday after the Super Bowl be a national holiday? Again, I don't think if the government needs to get involved. they got better things to do with their time. But maybe the NFL can say, hey, look, let's just move it to Saturday. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaw's. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaw's. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8, your chance to win my very own morning show money. $70 up for grabs this week. Ooh. That is some cheddar yeah, right there. That'll stock you up for the Super Bowl. Pay for some heat this weekend. Going to need it. Going to need it. Jean, by the way, thinks that uh, you're going to get it, Shaw. She oh. has faith in you. She okay. said she's a gambling woman. <laughs> and then I asked her if she wanted to go hit the spooky spins, and she did not. Oh, reply. not that much of a She did not reply in kind. Mm-hmm. 608-784-0957. Doesn't matter what Gene thinks. It matters what the mm-hmm. listener thinks, Sean. Let's see who we got on the phone. Who this? Cole. Cole, are you familiar with how this game is played? Uh, yeah. All right, Cole. Do you think Sean's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I don't think he will. You're going with no. Yep. Oh, man. And unlike Bob <laughs> and his stupendous telephone right. last week. We missed Bob's phone. Cole not only has a uh, not a very good phone, but also had the radio too loud. Cole, turn the damn radio down next time you call into the radio station. Come on, man. This is 2021. We should all know this by now. Cole does not have any faith in you, Shaw, and I got to be honest. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit lacking in the faith department right now. Okay. I know Jean said she's a gambling woman, but if I had to gamble yeah, on this one. It's not her money she's gambling with, yeah, though, is it? Yeah, it's mine. That's why she said she's a gambling mm-hmm. woman, because it's my money. She'd love to play spooky spins with 70 bucks. <laughs> mm, absolutely. All right, y'all listen closely. I don't know if you'll get this. It's a very funny movie. I'm sure you've seen it. Okay. 
I know I you. I know you've heard about it. I, I'm almost positive you've seen it, but me- remembering the lines might be a different. Yeah, story that's not my forte. What is this all over you? Is that chocolate or poop? Is that chocolate or poop? It's chocolate. What if that had been poop? Huh? You want to hear it again? Yeah. There are two voices in there. Two women. One of them is celebrating a birthday today. A little clue for you. Listen closely. What is this all over you? Is that chocolate or poop? Is that chocolate or poop? It's chocolate. What if that had been poop? Hmm. A little taste test on what was all over. Uh. Is it chocolate or poop? A little taste test found out it was chocolate. And then the question, of course, begs to be asked, what if it had been poop? Want to hear it one more time? Please. Oh, my God. What I is do. this all over you? Is that chocolate or poop? Is that chocolate or poop? It's chocolate. What if that had been poop? Sounds like Gene knows it. Am I right, Gene? Mm, I just, I can't believe he wanted to hear it more. <laughs> well, I think Shaw's trying to uh, just figure delay. it out. I am, actually. But I don't, yeah. I don't think you're going to get it, I'll be honest with you. I, I, again, I very funny movie. Famous actress. Probably well, hasn't seen it, though. But I, I, I think, think you, I recognize the voice. Okay. Um, and I'm just trying to kind of piece two and two together here. And I'm Who's the voice that you recognize? I think it's Tina Fey. Oh. Um, oh. Oh. I'm going to guess. Oh. And you're right. I have not seen it, but I'm oh. familiar with it. Oh. Uh, baby Mama. Oh. All right. Oh. It's not Tina Fey's birthday. It's Maura Tierney, her sister in that movie, who taste tested the chocolate on her kid and found out it was, in fact, chocolate and not poop. And Tina only Fey, one way to find out. And Tina Fey then said, what if that had been poop? You got it right. I know. Cole, you should have had faith in the Shaw 80 bucks. It was bucks. a stab in the dark. Boy, oh, boy. You put two and two together and you got four. Nice job, Shaw. 80 bucks of my morning show money up for grabs next week. Oh, Cole, I'm so glad I don't have to call you back on your terrible phone with the radio on in the background. <laughs> That's what you get for not turning your radio down, Cole. That's what you get. Gene had faith in you, Sean. It paid yeah. off. Paid off. So, uh, what, like 11 o'clock, spooky spins, Gene? Is that what we're talking here? Mm-hmm. 80 bucks? Yes? What Sounds if I, good. Let's what, go. What if I bought lunch? Ooh. Yeah, see, man. now. That's what I thought. I've never played spooky spins. Oh, man, don't mm-hmm. get me started. Oh, don't Why get Sean started. Right. So you'd love it. Mm. You'd love it. Not much of a gambler. Once a year, you win enough money to keep you stuck <laughs> on that machine. Once a year. It's kind of like playing golf. And you once in a while, you hit a good shot. And you don't even win. You just break even. Once a, once a year, but you make enough, enough to break huh? Yeah, it's, it's satisfying. Very satisfying. So, you know, you don't have a lot of, uh, you know, positive stuff in your life. You know, you look for things, Sean. <laughs> that's one of the things you look for. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. As I mentioned earlier, Gene, betting going to be down during the Super Bowl. At least yeah. that's the prediction. They're saying that uh, betting on the Super Bowl about to drop 37% this year. Still, the American Gambling Association says that 23.2 million Americans plan to gamble on the game, putting an estimated $4.3 billion on the line. A survey from LendingTree found 51% of Americans will make some type of Super Bowl-related bet this year, and younger fans are more likely to do so than older fans. Trying to win that cash. Some of the popular prop bets during the Super Bowl changing a little bit this year because of COVID. One thing that doesn't change is what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning mm-hmm. coach? That's always one, isn't it? Yep. Red is the odds-on favorite at six, uh, 1.6 to 1. 
about 39%. Orange is close at second, 38%. Lime, yellow, or green at 23%. Clear slash water at 13%. Blue at 11%. Purple at 7%. These are implied probabilities, obviously. Again, as I mentioned, COVID changing some of the prop bets. Here's the first one that pops up. Which coach's nostrils (laughs) will be seen first during the game? Mask related. Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians is the better bet at one to two. Chiefs coach Andy Reid, three to two. Andy Reid wears the the shield, so you can see his nostrils right right away. away. As soon as it goes, then you take that bet. Number three, prop bets for the Super Bowl. How many times will Bill Belichick and the Patriots be mentioned? Huh. Over under is Belichick is at one. They over under on Belichick, Belichick one. at one. You got to assume it's more oh, than that, it's right? More than that. Over under on the Patriots two. Those seem really low considering Tom Brady, new team, everything that happened. Yeah. Which will be higher? Next prop bet. Brady's passing yards in Super Bowl 55 or GameStop's closing price on Friday. (laughs) That's funny. Brady's passing yards leads with a probability of 77.8%. GameStop only has a 30.8% chance of being higher. Here's another very Brady-esque Super Bowl prop bet. Okay. Will Brady attempt to high-five an official? Which the internet has, of course, caught him doing from time to time. Usually after scoring a touchdown, he goes over to the... The line judge puts the hand up. Does not get the high five, but no is roughly 1 to 15, nearly 94%. Yes is 6 to 1, 14.3. Super Bowl halftime show. I was just going to, okay, what's going on with the weekend? Now we're getting the weekend. All right. I'm sorry I can't hear that song again. I've heard it enough. I had heard it enough before the commercial started. Halftime show, usually 12 to 13 minutes, features a medley of songs. How many songs? Will the weekend and his guests perform this year? The line is at eight. They're saying eight songs mashed into that 12 to 13 minute performance. Ooh, that's a lot of songs for 12 minutes. Speaking of guests, how many will he have and who will they be? Surprise guests are common. Yes. But no one has been confirmed yet. He's got to have somebody out there with him, right? I, well, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Ariana Grande, number one in the poll. Uh, okay. 29%. Doja Cat. Then Drake, and then Kenny G somehow making the list what? of surprise guests. Yeah. Will the weekend have a wardrobe change in the middle of the halftime yes. show? Yes is leading at 80%. They think he's going to change his clothes. He's going to change his bandages. That's the other question. Uh, odds makers not expecting a blowout. Will the game be tied at any point? So this is another prop bet hmm. question. After the initial 0-0 score. Hmm. Yes, at 62.3%. Most people think at some point it'll be tied up, maybe 7-7, maybe 14-14, something along. Will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point attempt? Yes is currently losing to no, 24-84. And then last but not least, Super Bowl prop bets. This one doesn't have anything to do with the damn Super Bowl. It's the Puppy Bowl, Gene. It's happening. Team Fluff, Team Rough taking each other on. Animal Planet, I believe, right? And uh, Team Fluff is even with Team Rough. MVP, be male or female. Again, for the Puppy Bowl, male in the lead at 57%. So there you go. Some Super Bowl prop bets if you want to waste some money on the big game this Sunday. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got.
No, really. Uh, speaking of Prince, he was one of the greatest halftime performers. Yeah. Oh, Let's just talking about that. Like, what are your favorites? Prince, oh, Prince by far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really? Prince numero uno. The rain really obviously, yep. you know, helped solidify that. But he didn't just do his hits. He could have gone out there and played all the Prince songs and he would have been happy with that. No, he did. Bob Dylan, he did Foo Fighters. I mean, he 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 played them all, and he mashed in a few of his own, you know? So uh, that's one of the reasons many people watched the Super Bowl, Shaw, is for the halftime performance. Obviously, the weekend is the halftime performer this year. I don't care. I'll watch it because, I, you know, it's there, it's on. I'm watching the game anyways. I might as well, but... Uh, I certainly don't give a rat's ass about the weekend and his music. I don't. I don't like it. But right. uh, most people, though, uh, watch the game for a number of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And according to a new survey of non-sports fans, these are the top reasons they watch a uh, major sporting event such as the Super Bowl. Okay. Number ten to impress somebody. Huh. So you can talk about it the next day and sound smart or something. Maybe or like. No, no, that's dumb. A girlfriend, a, maybe you're a girl and you want to impress the guy that you're dating, and uh, like you by know, watching the Super Bowl. May I don't know. I okay, mean, it's weird, but that's what they said. Number okay. ten on the list of uh, reasons they watch the big game if they're a non-sports fan. Number nine to keep up to date with sports news. I suppose. I mean, to be in the know, it's a thing. It's mm-hmm. a cultural thing. People be it's talking not... about it. Right. Right. Uh, FOMO, fear of missing out, Shaw. Uh-huh. Yeah, that happened to me that year when the Patriots came back and. Yeah, people I went, went to, to bed. bed. I, Howard, <laughs> I did. I remember I Howard, the game was over. Howard texting me just nonstop in the first half of that game, that son of a bitch, and uh, giving me a, a ration of, 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 of crap about the whole thing. And I'm like, all right. And then he went to bed, and I came in the next morning, and I got his goat so bad. I was like, I told you not to go to sleep. Uh, the food is number seven on the list oh, of reasons yeah. why people uh, watch the Super Bowl. People who are non-fans, obviously, the food makes a big difference. This year, a little weird with no parties, really, but... Uh, still can eat good. If you're going to a party and there's a bunch of great food, you it's a potluck. get takeout, too. Yeah, yeah, you get some takeout. Uh, the adrenaline. Yeah. I don't know. If you're not a sports fan and you don't care about either if team, how do you get... If your team's in it, I mean, sure. if you have a riveting game like a, a comeback from 28-3, yeah. to three, you know, <laughs> that goes into overtime with Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, that, might be, some, that might be some adrenaline. Uh, number five, again, this is the, the cultural aspect of it so that you can join in on conversations about the game the next day. Yeah, if you go to work and you didn't, didn't watch the game, then all right, well, guess, guess who's not talking to you today, Sue, in accounting? Right. Everybody. <laughs> uh, number four, to learn about the sport. There you go. Maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the game where you you know, you know you figure things out. You learn about the, the NFL. Number three on the list of reasons why non-football fans will watch the Super Bowl for the social factor. Obviously, being around people, talking to people, knowing what people know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, to get together with family and friends at number two, and then for the atmosphere, number one. All pretty much the same thing, all the social aspect of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going to be watching on Sunday, though, Shaw. Can't wait. Me too. NFL Network, I believe, has an eight and a half hour pregame <laughs> show. Yeah, I don't need any of that. I don't need that. <laughs> God, I'll just, I'm going to be cooking. Eight and a half hours. You got any squares or anything, Gene? You got any no, I, no, but I was thinking about doing the bingo thing. Yeah. The commercial bingo yep, thing, yep, which yep, you can yep. play along. But I haven't done any. I didn't do any. Yeah, now we that, don't have any gambling here, do we? No, Big Daddy Know-It-All moved into the big guy office. Uh, and still got a whiteboard. And nobody wants to go up to his stupid office now up there. He's got all that junk in there for the new the new recording studio and everything. It's just, it's not fun in there anymore. It's too, too bossy. His old office was here. He was kind of around us. You know, it was kind of like... 
I'll go in there. Living, I amongst, your te- living amongst your tenants, you know what I mean? Like, I'll go know, in there. The landlord who lives access. next door, and now he's like living in the penthouse, and I just have, have you done any anywhere else though? Were you no, guys oh, okay? No. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And there's apparently a club in England, in the UK, about dull people, Shaw, where they nominate uh, the most dull person in the world. I'm not on the list. And then they give away awards. No, I I don't see your name here. Uh, But yeah, so there's an organization called the Dull Men's Club. And they put out an a- annual calendar featuring the most boring people in the U.S. and in the U.K. <laughs> and some of this year's picks are not just men. There's also women involved. Uh, a woman who collects caution wet floor signs. <laughs> and a historian. Collects them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's also a historian who studies manhole covers. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, that's dull. Also, this year, there's a guy who's collected 1,100 vintage washing machines. Uh, okay. Where do you yeah. put all those? Right. I have no idea, but this year's calendar includes uh, the woman in California who collects the caution wet floor signs. There's a man in England who's a historian who studies manhole covers. I want to party with that guy. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. Imagine he's got the Super probably Bowl some his interesting house. stuff, though. You know, stories. Uh, there's a uh, the guy with the vintage washing machines. There's also the founder of the Telegraph Pole Appreciation Society oh, in Wales. Nerds. <laughs> so many nerds. Wow. Oh, the nerds. Let me reread that here. Nerd level alert. Oh, the man. founder of the Telegraph oh, Pole Appreciation yeah. Society. So they go around and they appreciate the telephone well, poles. You know, they're not appreciated enough. And then there's also a guy in New Mexico who collects gas station memorabilia. So well, like, that's when you, not too weird, is it? When you get that ashtray like from the Texaco, yeah, when you and go mobiles through town, and, and, and I guess out of Route 66 it's got a bunch of famous mm-hmm. gas stations on it. And all this, but I, here's uh, here's some of the dull guys uh, appreciating the dullness. Dullest man, one of the dullest in the world. When I look at the crowd, I'm a part of. <laughs> wow, I'm so impressed with the other folks, the other dull people. Who would have ever thought of observing the different patterns on security envelopes? These are some extremely dull people. You need to step back some from that bright, shiny stuff and towards the dullness. And I think the closer you get to dullness, the closer you get to enlightenment. Uh, step towards the dullness, Sean. That's... The closer you get to dullness, the closer you get to enlightenment. By the way, that's the guy from New Mexico. His name is Johnny Meyer, and he made the list for collecting oh, the gas station that's stuff. That's great. And he's a, he's a big fan of that's all the great. guys and gals in his group, and he's very excited to be wow. dull. One guy that's dull that needs to be on this list is Justin, who sent me a text, by the way. Why is Justin uh, dull? Well, we were talking, remember we were talking about the vortex, not the polar vortex that we're getting yes. here, but the vortex that Gene and I figured out at the BK downtown, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Years ago, yeah, where you yeah, could get yeah. the breakfast or the lunch yeah. at the same There's time. There's like they a half hour limit, window. Right? They didn't limit your choices. Between 10 and 10.30, because I wanted, I think I wanted a, a, a lunch sandwich, and Gene wanted a breakfast sandwich, and you usually. You had to go in that narrow window to get them both, right? Well, you usually can't get them both at the same time, right? It's just not a thing, what's, especially at fast food restaurants. So well, what's Ju- Justin's deal? Justin, several weeks ago, when we were talking about this, had told us that he uh, said he would get Whoppers for breakfast, and he just sent in an image, yeah, a picture. That. He texted in his breakfast whopper yeah okay i'm going i'm listing it from top to bottom here shaw ready i think so bun yeah tomato okay mm-hmm. burger patty mm-hmm. burger patty bun that's the only that's thing i see in this photo no that's it ketchup, no, mustard, no, onion, pickles? no lettuce no, no onions cheese. no pickles no cheese no bacon no nothing all, all right, i see is dull. all i see is bun tomato burger patty burger patty bun Justin, what is wrong with you? 
What happened? What did your parents do that wronged you so bad? What are you doing? He knows of, uh, he, they make cheese, right? <laughs> he even put an egg. It's not even cheese. It's delicious. It's that, whatever I mean, it is. They, it's, he knows that there's cheese. He calls it the breakfast robber. He puts a big exclamation point at the end of it like he's excited. You're excited to wake up and eat that? Nothing against the Whopper, but that ain't a Whopper, bro. There's nothing on it but a slice of tomato. What's wrong with you? Ugh. Maybe Justin, you need to pull over and spank yourself. That's terrible. Just drop some Whoppers at 201 State Street. You can do that. I don't want him to. He's going to spin in my Whopper now because well, I made yeah, fun of him on the radio. He's not going to spin in mine, are you just? Well, then we'll swap. I'll eat yours and oh, you yeah. eat mine. Mm-hmm. The Whopper. I made Whoppers for years when I worked at Burger King. That's not a Whopper. I don't know what that is. That is that's an atrocity. Shame on you. Why even bother? He's all excited about his breakfast Whopper. You got a slice of tomato and some burger patties. Yay for you. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Top things you might hear during the Super Bowl that sound dirty. Ha. Okay. Super Bowl on Sunday. And these are some of the top things you might hear during the game that sound a little bit dirty. The Chiefs defense really knows how to crowd the box. <laughs> Top things that might sound dirty during the Super Bowl on Sunday. Okay. Watch Brady pump once, mm-hmm. then release. Mm-hmm. There's a great release afterwards, Gene, after that one pump. He's a one pump kind of guy. Top things you might hear during the Super Bowl that sound dirty. This guy just can't avoid pulling a groin. No? Anything with groin, that right? Do it Is for anything you? anything with groin? Doesn't do it for you? Anything with that? If you leave that hole open, they're just going to exploit <laughs> it all day. Right? Mm. No? Kelsey said he really enjoys when he gets a chance to line up in the slot. I think Beavis would approve. Yeah, slots. <laughs> That's twice in a row he has balls slip right uh, out of his hands. Had it and then didn't. Getting into Lost the balls. It. Getting into the balls, Gene. Getting into the balls. Here Top things that might sound dirty during the Super Bowl you, on Sunday. You could hear these things. You could. You could, Gene. And that's the Buccaneers' deepest penetration <laughs> all day. Very deep penetration. Well done. Very deep. A couple more of the top things you might hear. During the game on Sunday, that sound dirty. Two weeks ago, this team really stuck it to the Packers. Mm-hmm. Too soon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. A couple more. Oh, wow. That was a huge sack. <laughs> impressive yeah. sack, actually. Impressive. Very impressive sack. Jones can barely stand mm-hmm. after getting double teamed all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Not a good place to be in. It's exhausting. Top things that you might hear during the Super Bowl that sound dirty. They're bringing out the chains. Mm. Oh, huh? Oh, I get it. I get it. Whips. Uh huh. Chains. chains excite me. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple more of the top things you might hear during the Super Bowl that sound dirty. I'm having nuts. The 35 second shot, cock. <laughs> oh, my. I wish you could see how far open my mouth just was. Oh, there you go. Thanks few of the things you might hear during the Super Bowl that sound a little dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm having nuts. 
I won't be having those on this on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-mm. You sure? That's a that's a breakfast here thing, not like a pretending to be healthy on Friday or yeah, Thursday. Yep. All right. Starting my day like that, but then buffalo chicken by the end. So, uh... <laughs> and wine. <laughs> You know what goes good with this wine? Buffalo chicken dip. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! The weekend is here, and let's find stuff to do, Shaw. Let's get out there and do something. I know it's cold. Yeah. I know there's a lot of snow. But some people have been waiting all damn winter for this stuff, right? Snowmobilers are happy. Like the snowmobilers or the people at the Vest B Ski Jump. Oh, that's right. This is this weekend. 98th annual Vest B Ski Jump is happening today and tomorrow. Now, things are going to be different, obviously, because of COVID. But it's a fun outdoor event. You can go down there with some friends and family. No buttons required this year, but they are asking for you to make a donation. Sure. And no uh, alcohol sales and no dance. So uh, some food will be available. I think you can still bring your own. You can BYO, obviously, and the event is uh, today and tomorrow. Find out more by going to the Morning Sickness page at 95. you've never seen that, it's really quite something. Wild. Absolutely wild. Those guys go flying. Yeah. And there's the little hill for, you know, kids and whatnot, but then they got that big-ass hill, and it's like, nope, I'm good. I went up there one time. Me too. Not in the winter. It was in the summer. I was doing a remote uh, many, many years ago. How was the view? Nope. (laughs) I'm all set. I said, why do people do this? Beyond me, I have no idea. But uh, that is today and tomorrow, the Vest B Ski Jump, the 98th annual. Uh, Again, three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Live music. There's going to be some live music at the St. Bernard Room, Mount Lacrosse. Speaking of the Mount, uh, Andy Hughes is going to be there this weekend. You can get there on Saturday. Check him out. Also on Saturday, Shaw, if you're into wine, Gene. Yes, I'm listening. In the making is a store in Trempolo, and they're doing a wine sampling from Tenba Ridge Winery, which is located in Blair. This is all day, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Stop in, try some wine, grab a bottle or two, maybe a Valentine's Day present. Sweet. Again, more info on that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And then, of course, Saturday night, Andy Hughes starts at 6 in the St. Bernard Room. And then on Sunday, Shaw, if you're looking for something to do on Sunday uh-huh. and you got kids and they love Frozen, what the hell are you going to do with your kids when they love Frozen? You take them ice skating with Anna and Elsa. Oh, I heard about this. I heard about this. Yeah, the City Park and Rec Department is putting on a uh, free skate. You can get skates for free at Cold Park at the shelter there. Uh, So if you don't have skates, don't worry. They'll do in free rentals. They're also going to have your chance to win some prizes, and that starts at noon on Sunday at Mm. Cold Park. Skate with Elsa and Anna from Disney's Frozen, put on by the City Park and Rec Department, and uh, free rentals. So if you don't have skates, don't worry about it. Bring your kids, and they can skate with... Mm. uh, the girls from Frozen. Mm-hmm. All the info on all these events, plus many more events available at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want to let people know about, yeah, you, you can submit it right there on the website yep. as well. Yep, yep. You can put it up there for free. Just enter all your information, and it goes on that calendar. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.